0: I mean, when you joined the family, did you think that you were going to get the nickname WEFU?
1: I don't think anyone knew that was a word before I joined your family. (laughs)
0: So no,
1: it's not on my radar.
0: (laughs) All right, we'll start there.
1: Okay. What up, what up? I see a differently, nation. Let's get up, rise up. Episode 18 bonus episode. I'm not sure what we're calling all this. All of the things. Yeah, yeah, all the things. Rise up.
0: Yeah. You're pretty you're pretty fired up for what well, we're going to be talking about. It's a pretty
1: somber topic, but I'm trying to I've been listening to the podcast and I think I sound like a Debbie Downer, so I've been trying to that's because you be are more, well yes i am so i've tried to you know i had a beer no, and i be, tried to No, be yourself <laughs> I, the listeners are making it clear they don't like me i need to be better than myself
0: are, are they as someone has someone time said for that change to you? has someone said that to you no but
1: i've said about myself i'm my own harshest critic. that's not true i never criticize anything nope. i do but oh, hypothetically nope. height privilege yeah well that's the topic
0: yeah no you, yeah you don't yeah
1: either. i have that luxury
0: um but <laughs> but yeah uh I mean, you're the only white person in my family,
1: right? Right? Yeah, I think that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a ba- it's a it's an honor. Is it when your aunt called me her nephew in front of my coworkers? They were all very confused. So,
0: well, you're her only white nephew, so
1: that's true. And it's that's a ba- that's a badge of honor you know, <laughs> being a nephew. Probably, if you guys out there have a bit of nephew, man, do it. Yeah, it's once, great.
0: Once, yeah. Um, But anyway, we had been meaning to do this episode for a while, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't know, we're a mixed race couple. You either don't know us, which welcome to the pod. Thanks for listening. Um, You don't follow us on social media, which how'd you find this pod? (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I... ever You don't
1: look at our logo. You didn't look at our logo on the... Which? (laughs) Thanks for listening.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I'm um, African American, black, and you're white. I'm a white, yeah. Are you gonna be like a fan a fancy white person? Are you like Scandinavian? I'm kidding.
1: I don't think so.
0: No, aren't you, aren't you, aren't I'm German. You? Yeah, I'm that, German that's what I was gonna say. Mainly, I believe, Isn't but
1: I haven't had like 23 and Me. But right. Right. I think no, as didn't, far want, as I know, didn't someone? did someone? My mom do? did, but I don't really know what her results were. Okay. But all European. There was no like. There was I do. Else. I yeah. do.
0: You're right. She did get done, and it came yeah. back aggressively. Like, oh, yeah. there. No one in your she family like, has I, mixed with anyone. She's like, I didn't know
1: I was Irish. I'm like, that's. The we're big like, shocker. really? That's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah right, that, that's right, the big one on right, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, cool. St. Patrick's Day's a little more fun for you. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, right. but honestly, so we've been meaning to talk about this for a while, just because this podcast is um, not just conversations we're actually having, but our life and interactions. So first we wanted to do that just because Yep. then we were going to do it in January around Martin Luther King day. Right. Um, And we did it just purely because of timing, like how mm-hmm. our episodes is going to come out. It was, it was never going to come out during that week. Right. Um, Then we were like, we'll do it for black history month. And we just, I think traveled COVID happened. It just, I don't know. We just didn't do our, it. Our
1: timing of the podcast hit a rough patch there. In right. February, right. So,
0: well, and also to be honest, which is what we we're saying about how this episode somber. It's also, um, we do this for fun. right? And so it, it it wasn't just timing. It wasn't like we had completed it and we're waiting on airing it. Yeah. It's when are we going to find a time to talk about not always the most positive aspects of this relationship. Like you have to be in the right mindset. You have to be in the right time. And, you know, yeah. we're married. So after mm-hmm. this, we're then just going to be yeah, just around each other. And, we're so- sitting here
1: and I'm probably going to be like, oh, it's Friday at 7 p.m. I'm going to sleep. And she's going to be like. I'm just, all yeah, riled up, up now. Yeah, like now, yeah. now we need to talk, and I'm like, we just did talk. The podcasts are our conversations. Yeah, now you're
0: going into a whole a whole other, other area thing. Of the issue. It,
1: anyway, but I, I yeah, it's a somber topic, so it's sometimes hard. I mean, I'm saying this as a white person who's, I've probably well, avoided it too much in my life. But like but for you, you, I get but, why but it's you, hard. But
0: what do you even mean? Well, well, back up. What do you? What are you even talking about? I'm talking about if we're going to talk about being an interracial couple. Yeah it's not all going to be pleasant. Right. No, what I, you agree. <laughs> I agree. are talking about? I agree. I because you inherently that, just went somber. It's like, oh, well, well, our
1: relationship's somber. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, our relationship isn't somber, but one, I'm not great about talking about serious topics in general, and this has been some serious topics for us, and that's something I need to work on. Both for myself and in the spirit of everything going again, on. But also, again, you also, are diving
0: into greater also, issues well, in uh, our also, relationship that do not need to be happening on top of this conversation.
1: Also, like, yeah, in general, this is the the issue of race in our relationship is also something I think that's harder for me to talk about, or maybe not harder, but it is hard for me to talk about.
0: Well, well tell me more. Why, uh, why? Because
1: so often, I feel like if I do talk about it or I do say stuff, it makes me be like or it makes you rightfully be like, oh, wow, how'd you not know about that? Or how'd you, and, and it-
0: I've never done that.
1: No, you haven't, but in my head, that I should say that's how I internalize the talk. Like, oh man, should I have known about this? Am I a bad, like, husband and or, like, person, ally for not knowing about this, for not having done more? And again, I'm not trying to tie it into everything just yet, but I think that's <laughs> everything a lot Everything in our why, relationship. Why, I think why, that- Why people are feeling in general right now, but yeah.
0: I think that, I think that, early when we would get that sounded weird get together early into us getting together when something would come up related to race mm-hmm. you respectfully so and rightfully so were always like you said so concerned about what you would what is the right thing to say that you would just listen and that's what you would say you'd be like I'm just here to listen mm-hmm. but but as our relationship became stronger deeper more serious I started telling you like you, you you I don't want you to just listen right. and, I, and and also, I'm not just preaching. Right. like I'm trying to have a conversation with right. you. like this isn't now, this isn't me just like proclamating this and this you should know. this is me wanting to understand you just as much because we are both now entering into a territory that neither of us have been in mm-hmm. with someone of the other race, right. you know? Like, a date here or there. Like, you had gone on a date with a black girl before. Right. I had gone on dates with white guys before. But, I it, it mean, to consider, am I actually going to spend the rest of my life with this person right. that neither of us had done? And so that's when it became, you need to engage in this conversation, right. and, and you need to ask, that means you need to be curious right. as well about And for, this. for
1: me, I think a lot of it, came to a head when I was, like, thinking of proposing to you, and I... That is so far down the road in our relationship. Not not that I hadn't before, but (laughs) I What are you
0: talking about? When I was thinking of proposing... Slow burn. This is classic. (laughs) Again, I don't know how we got this conversation and not address other When I
1: When I was thinking of proposing to you, and I was talking to your parents, and they were... uh, I, I don't know what the right word is, but they were very... They wanted to know my opinion on being an interracial couple. What did I think? What was my attitude, like how did I view it? Because.
0: And you had not, and I, I am not saying this to be funny. Like uh, you, you had not thought about that. No, before? it's not that I
1: hadn't thought about it, but I honestly hadn't spoken it out loud to anyone but you. So like I had to, <laughs> I had to think about well, that. That's f- not good. Well, like, you know, I'm just not that kind of aware person. And it, it's, no, it's not it, good. It's not I should have.
0: It's not even aware. I think that does, you know, I, I make, I make jokes on this podcast to Zach and I throw white privilege around, more often than it actually is applicable because uh-huh. sometimes it's not white privilege it's just, it's just straight up ignorance well, right. um but but i think it not being at your forefront of your mind could be considered maybe a privileged thing in the sense of you um as a white person as a white straight male you've always more often than not been accepted right so i think that's why i wasn't on the forefront am I possibly doing something that would cause someone maybe not to accept right. me? Whereas and, I've always not been accepted. So it's like, shit, am I adding more? Am I adding more to the yeah. list? Because well, like, there's black people who don't want me right. with a white person. Right, for you sure. Know? So and it's I, like, do I want to do that?
1: And I think for me, like I can honestly say, like when I started going to your family's gatherings, those were some of the first times I was in a room with only black people and me. So like I know that you had experience where you've been in the only black person in a room a bunch of times. Right. And I had rarely, you know, maybe playing basketball a few times when I was younger, I I was on a team where I think I was the only white kid and stuff like that, but it was, it was fleeting. And it wasn't like, I wasn't like I'm doing this for the rest of my life. And I didn't have the skills or the empathy then to think about what it might be like for other people. So for me to come into that situation, you know, I'm not a very long-term strategic person. So like when I talk to them, I'm like, oh, and like, what are my views for this in the future, knowing our situation? And I had to think about that. And it wasn't, it wasn't just that I Got wanted to. a little
0: baffled that I you know, better keep going. Right, no, I mean, <laughs> and maybe
1: you should, but like, it wasn't just that I wanted to marry you, which I did. It was okay. And you're going to have kids that are going to look different than you and are going to be treated different than you by some people. I have a lot people. of mixed emotions on it coming to I, you It's just not then. that I hadn't thought <laughs> about it then, before then. It is the first time I had articulated those thoughts to someone who wasn't you. And you can say you should have done that and maybe I should have, but I hadn't. And for me, I had to really focus on what my goals were and how I was going to address this within the confines of our relationship because it was me making a lifelong commitment and this something we are going to have to deal with, unfortunately, forever. Or as long as I'm alive, which may not be that long given my diet and those kinds of things, but in general, yeah.
0: I'm trying to decide the direction to go in because as your spouse, I want to now go into you. That means you also had to articulate that to your parents as, as where I want to go next. But I don't know as a, a listener, I'm sure they probably want to stay on that. So I guess let's, let's close this box. So you had to articulate that. How did you articulate that? What were the responses? Because I wasn't there either. Listeners. Right. I wasn't there either guys. So this is new information for me too. So,
1: I think for me the biggest thing I tried to say, and I think your parents tried to help me uh, realize, not that I didn't, but like, no, just th- say you did sure, Don't you, uh, don't try
0: and act like you was that
1: like I had a responsibility to be on the lookout for things I wouldn't be before, and that I had a responsibility to support you and to stand up for you if I felt like there was any sort of injustice, and I had to. I had to be vigilant about it because it wasn't just my existence anymore where I assumed I was always getting the benefit of the doubt because I'm joining with someone who unfortunately from certain people in society wouldn't get that. So I had to be ready to be an advocate when because these, these issues were going to pop up. Do it wasn't a matter feel, of if, it was a win. Do you feel like you've done that? I've tried. I don't feel like I've been very successful all the time, no.
0: Why do you think that you haven't been? successful I think for
1: me something I've thought about in general but with you is I have been to
0: I think that's really sweet by the way
1: yeah oh thank you
0: Um, on both sides I think it's really sweet that they would say that I think it's really sweet that you were presented with that and that you were like I want to do that right thank
1: you well you're welcome I think for me that it's something where even being married to you who's a very strong black woman and as a very strong black family. It has been sometimes hard for me to put my views out there, uh, to stand up for these kinds of things publicly, because I unfortunately have been afraid what other white people think, or I don't want to come across as that person who's always talking about this because he's married to a black woman. And I don't think that that's right or fair. And I think one thing fair that... Fair
0: that you had the thoughts or fair that you would Fair be that I that acted way.
1: the way I acted. I think that I could have been a better... Advocate for everyone and a better advocate for you if I was willing to face these issues more quickly
0: I never I have never felt like you were not there for me. I also feel like it took me a while to comfortably say to you these people that you might consider are a close group do not make me comfortable right um that was hard and I think you know, Michael Brown happened after. We had been dating, Mm -hmm. not married or engaged, but after we had been dating. So I was in your life, and we knew about some people's views. And I I think that I did what you, as a black person, navigating a majority white existence. I do say that specifically because I think if you're a black person who's not navigating that, you might not have these thoughts. But I do think as a black person navigating a majority white experience, you are not going to maybe go off or be vigilant to everyone who you feel like is wrong you. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it, but um, you take note and you know and you're going to remember and you don't want to be around those people. And so given that incident, there are people that were in your sphere that I took note and I remembered and um, it took a while for me to finally start to say to you, yeah, if you're of all the all white environments that we frequently go into, if half of them are gonna be more the people who I've taken note of that I'd rather not be around, I'm not gonna go. And to put it in those right. terms too. Right. It took me a while to to be able to say that to you. And um and I don't fault you for putting me in those situations. It was both of us growing and me being able to say and you starting to also be on the lookout for, yeah, that is how this person acted. And maybe that flew or was okay before this was my life or before you just grew up and were educated. But like I I don't want to do it either. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like I thought and did and said and tweeted things that I would be ashamed of now. They came back out of context, but like, I also think, well,
0: that, back that up a little bit because now it sounds like we're, they're going to find something no. like terribly well, racist I, in there. I
1: hope, I don't think so. And hope I, not, I know like, you're not in general. Like I think that there are, are things, whatever, and society changed in my, I've changed a lot. And I think that meeting you and dating you, I mean, has opened up my worldview a lot. And as you said, there are certain people who for the most part, I don't think we spend a lot of time with now, but like not to, name names or anyone but people from all variety of my and I kind of had to deal with sometimes what I think what you or other minorities or people of color might have to deal with which is oh is this person like nice to my face but then they're not do they really care about me you would deal with
0: that for yourself
1: right in the sense of like I brought you into my life and then it's like okay are these people like saying it's great and saying everything's fine and then like going around and actually having problems with you right And, and it's like I I never thought about that before, and it's not. Well, you didn't have to, right? I didn't have to, and it's it wasn't comfortable. I didn't like it. I wish I've handled things better, but uh, you know, I I have tried to be cognizant and aware of that kind of stuff, but I do think that I failed as often as I succeeded with things. I don't
0: I think I don't think so. I think you're being way harsher on yourself by saying that. Okay. Um, but well, with thank the, you. with that said, though, I think um, in the effort of it's still being a quality podcast. I think it's a, I think we should do a mixture of our personal anecdotes about the relationship. But also, you know, we're talking about instances, people and things, but like, let's, I mean, let's like be real on things that have happened. And, um, since, since, just since we've been together, (laughs) you know, um, from there were two times, the most recent time were like, maybe, You were speeding. Um, No, you were. We both agree that you were speeding, but the situation was such that the person definitely saw that I was in the car. I mean, where they are, they saw me in the car. Um, You were pulled over. But there was one time where we were driving out to Herman. Um, Zach had, as a gift, gotten us a stay to bed and breakfast, and he was doing nothing wrong, and we we were pulled over. And so we're pulled over going to Herman. He has done nothing wrong, and he's just baffled, just like, I really don't know what's going on. What's going on and that was i think his first taste of like oh welcome to black life uh yeah. because i was totally like i'm very calm and Just like oh i mean you're you're being pulled over because you're with me because right. we're we're far out we're in this other area like that's definitely why you're being pulled over yeah um and and honestly there wasn't anything for, for anyone out there who's waiting for the catch waiting for yeah. something there there wasn't anything i think
1: i got a ticket for a failure no. to no i did i remember because they threw it out i got a ticket for a failure to signal a lane change which there was no lane change it was two lanes and it merged into one and so I just merged in and I guess I don't even know if I, I don't put my th- blinker don't, on or not. I don't even think you but had take like, it, but. I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was literally nothing had happened. Yeah. And it was. So I'm like, welcome. I wasn't speeding, knew the cop was behind me. So like was going very yeah. intentionally, like a certain direction. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But, and
0: then I mean. Yeah. And it
1: didn't even register. I mean, Kristen, I don't want to step on your toes, but it didn't even register me with the time. I'm sitting there in the car. Like I didn't do anything. He was I don't so understand. shocked. Right, and yeah. I'm like,
0: dude, this is, yeah. this is life. Right. Um. And I mean, for, I mean, um, I think that anyone who knows me, anyone who's listened to this podcast probably knows I'm not an angry person. I'm not, um, what's considered militant, which I think is the word they give to a black person who's not only angry, but maybe, um, uses force or, or, um, just stronger language and and action as well. I'm not either of those things. And I think sometimes when you're not like that, people think that you are somehow above and absolved from racism. Well, you're not. Um, Right. You just have learned um, to see the better side of things. And so, how could I comfortably be like, oh, that's definitely what it was. I'm. My parents live out in Chesterfield. I've twice been pulled over for no reason, going to their house, right. um, being followed for so long that by the time the cop pulls you over and is like, your tags are expired. It's like, you didn't pull me over because my tags are expired. Right. You pulled me over because you are suspicious, still suspicious, and want to cause an end to this, and so you found something because I remember one of the times when, one of the times it was tagged um, another time, I don't think they even had a right. real reason to pull me over. But one that, the, but the tag time, I remember it was one of those, like if it, if my tags expired in August, it was September 1st. Right. Like, let's be real everyone. Um, and it's one of those and,
1: things, like I'll just say as someone who's let his tags expire and still drive, I thought, well, a cop like would only notice that if they've already pulled me over for speeding. So well, just actually, don't speed. And of course that like is a, White privilege thing to well, think. Well, actually like, speaking. Right.
0: Well, actually speaking of this, do you remember um, our friend? I won't say his name. Yeah. Who lives around the corner? Who was like, I've had my tags. I haven't renewed my three tags for years. Three or years. Yeah, right. And I was and like, hadn't paid his property tax like, or a like, personal damn, property tax. Yeah. Must be so nice to be white. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're using. I need. I need to prevent that just to make sure all my boxes are checked right. so I don't get pulled over. Um, I grew up in uh Creepcore, which is. Um, Part of St. Louis, I would say, is it's definitely middle class, maybe upper. I mean, it's it's just middle class. It's but a, like, I mean,
1: it's a pretty diverse suburb. There's a lot of different. No, it's not. Not in terms of race, but I feel like economic, It's it, it would range from middle class to upper middle class, I would say.
0: I think definitely in, in certain parts. Right. And I think definitely. I don't even know where it would be now. Right. Um, But my dad, I remember, a cop followed him all the way to our driveway. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. all the way I to understand. my drive, my dad's in a suit all the way to our driveway followed him home one time. And, right. and I mean, the list goes, and then, and then the, yeah, the list goes on and on. Right. And so, I mean, this the conversation is going to go off in so many tangents and in so many ways, But it but when you hear stories like that, if you think about people like, you know, Sandra Bland or... Um, Castile, and wonder if you had a doubt, and if you had a wonder of why wouldn't they just listen? Why wouldn't they just obey? It's like, can you imagine going through that all the time? And like, it's frustrating. And honestly, even even me making that argument makes it seem like there's a reason for them to have done something. When in my heart of hearts, I don't think they did anything. Right. But but. Damn it! If any of these people actually did something, like you would too, when you're just tired, when you're just trying to achieve the very basic of getting to a location, and you can't comfortably do that, and that's yeah. that's that's white privilege. It's like I can leave this house and go to the next place, and know that if I follow the rules, nothing will happen. Right.
1: I mean, yeah, there's so many examples of that, and I don't, I don't want to go off with too many tangents either. But I remember I was at your house and I was wearing a blues hoodie and I was, or I was at your parents' house and I was getting ready. To, house. Uh, well, believe, the new they've one only in lived, They've only lived yeah. in, yeah,
0: they've only lived in one house since i So,
1: and you know, it's an upscale suburb, like subdivision. It's really nice houses, whatever. One
0: of their neighbors has a Confederate flag in the driveway. Well, yes, right that's true. But we keep going.
1: But in general, and I'm wearing a blues hoodie and it's like 10 o'clock at night or something and I'm going home. And I'm like, okay, and I parked, at didn't park in the driveway, I parked down the street a little bit, so I'm about to walk outside and walk down the street and your dad's like, careful walking around the neighborhood in that hoodie and i'm like laughing i'm like oh yeah and then i'm thinking it's like he's not kidding it's like yes he is kidding i mean he is kidding in the sense of like of course to me he's making a joke yeah like for me that's not a big deal but he's not kidding in the sense that there if it was him wearing a hoodie out if in the, it was my brother if it was your younger brother yeah he's making a if it was, conceptual like
0: right. i'm making a joke at right. you because you will be fine. Right. And it's yeah. like
1: I never thought about the fact that I just get to walk down the street in a nice subdivision in a hoodie right. before then and get right. my car and expect no one to mess with me. Right. You know, and he is he's making a joke, but he's saying if that were my son who's right. doing that, who's roughly your age, like right. that would be potentially an issue. And right. I would tell him to take it off. Right. You know, and that's that's white well, that, privilege too, being able to walk well, around that, your hoodie. Well like, that, that was
0: well that was and you and like my dad was making a joke, um, but it's these little observations that, um, are just a part of life, right? That, like, that, like I said, you, you, unlike most white people up till now, have been experiencing, like, we early into us dating. You, I was at the mall, mm-hmm. and everyone out there knows what it's like when you're dating, you, you, you spend every extra minute with the person for no reason right. so they're running tasks and you're like I'll go with you now like right. he couldn't pay me to get something for myself I'm like well you go to Walgreens right. and get like He's this like, for I me I need you to go to the mall <laughs> and
1: do but that, right. uh
0: but I was at the mall and he was like oh I'll, I'll come meet you and um Zach we were at the Gallery for people in St. Louis who care and people not in St. Louis a gallery is also the name of a Mall, yeah. did you know that? Like a fancy mall is just called a galleria.
1: Oh, I did not know yeah, that,
0: right? So it's like not, it's not a distinct thing. I guess technically
1: it's the St. Louis Galleria, it it's is called,
0: technically, yeah. but it's yeah, But a gallery is yeah, just a gallery, right? Anyway, um, I did not know that. I know, yeah, it's I've always wondered. It's like, it's like being like, I'm going to park, park, right? Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> right? Yeah, anyway, back to the You're point. going to the park, which one, park, yeah, yeah. anyway, though. Um, so you. But where, where, where I'm going with this is you'd walk through many layers is yeah. where I'm going with this. We're in a enclosed mall. I'm in a store in the middle of the mall. So he had gone through the front. He had gone past like various levels yeah, of I'd depth, security doors and stuff. Walked through yeah. the food court, And he, whatever, and he gets to like, me and yeah. I, he's like, hey. And I turn around and he's wearing a backpack. And I wasn't trying to make a point. I wasn't trying to make a joke. It's just true. I just noticed. I was like, oh, my brother would have never made it this far with a backpack on. Right. And again, I just, I just, it's just true. And I just noticed that. And he was just kind of like, <laughs> he didn't really know what to do with that. He, he was, that. he was like, should I not have it on? Should I and yeah. I'm like, no. I was dude,
1: like, should I cool? take it off? And she's like, like, no. It's cool, dude.
0: Just like, like I had my computer in my,
1: nice. my car. I'm like, I don't want to leave it. So I just grabbed my backpack and walked, which yeah. I've done since because I've sat at the Starbucks in the mall while I'm getting my phone fixed or something and messed around with my computer. And I've always worn a backpack and always like no one's ever said anything to me or thought anything. And like, I didn't before that ever think twice about doing it. And I've done it since, and it's like. Yeah, like that. There's no way your brother could walk in the mall with a backpack without someone being like, "Hey." Like Well,
0: no, right. well, no, he can. We'll go we'll go back right. to mall stories in a minute, right. but let's go so but now let's go back to um But now let's go back to um the personal right. anecdote. So you had said, so so my so the question I had was so you had not had that conversation with your parents and the and the reason why I'm asking is because I mean, it it was a conversation with my mom before I even met you.
1: Yeah. Uh, I told them that you were black, um, and they were like...
0: But did you tell them before you before, met they met, me? before they met Before they met you. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know. Right, yeah. That. Before
1: they met you, I was like, and by the did way... Did you think it would matter? No. But I was like, I, by the way, I don't want this to be awkward. She is black. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't... Not that they would care. I don't think they cared. I don't and not think, like right. a very
0: light skinned back. And like yeah. some people might be like, that doesn't matter. Right. But Anyway,
1: <laughs> I'm not touching that. But
0: I'm just saying that it's, um, I think there's people, I think there's white people. It's like the whole when Beyonce, they thought she was trying to lighten herself. And, you know, the whole like, what? Beyonce's black. I right. think that yeah. some white people do convince themselves that someone's outside of the black peripheral. When they have lighter skin, right. you know, when at the end of the day, when it comes to racism, I'm like, you're you, you black.
1: Yeah. you right.
0: As our kids will be viewed as right. completely black. So
1: I told them that, and that is more or less the only conversation I had had with them about it until I talked to your parents. And then I did talk to them and I'm like, this is something we talked about. And I kind of went through that thought process with them, but no, there was n- not. What, th- and not what did that they have to say
0: on that second? They were more session. or less
1: like, okay, yeah, that is something you need to consider. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that you've considered it and it doesn't matter to us consider it considered right yeah it doesn't matter to us so whatever so and and that's i think another thing about being white is you and not to dog my parents because i think this is what you should do they just get to be like we don't care like it doesn't matter to us but you also and just like i said i don't care that you're black it doesn't matter to me right but you talked about it with your parents to you it was a thing where you invested time and talk, talk to people about the difference in race because it was important. And I'm not saying it wasn't important to me, but it wasn't just, it was just something I said, okay, I'm okay with this. Let's just move on. Yeah. And you don't always just get to do that if you're not white.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember one time in college walking with a white guy and we were not together. It was genuinely a friend and we were just walking and someone like yelled like jungle fever at him. And it was right. just like, man, I'm not even dating him. Right, yeah. God, I, don't, I don't deserve this. Right, abuse. come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't do that. This guy could fall over right now and I don't care. I'm kidding, whoever, I don't remember who you are, but I'm sure you listen because we're still friends. But um,
1: but he hasn't seen the poster of the, he's a listener, but he didn't know we were an interracial couple. Anyway. What are you talking about? Trying to tie it back to that joke. I know you're trying to tie it back,
0: but it doesn't make sense. Wow. Well, because they said I was walking with a friend.
1: All right, we can move on. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, it was definitely more to
1: yeah to discuss and to decide. Yeah. And I th- think I probably should have thought about it sooner, but I didn't, and that's not great to think about now, but I've tried to move forward and make sure it's something You've tried to move forward. Well, I've moved <laughs> I've moved forward obviously in this relationship and I've tried to keep it at the forefront of my mind. So I'm aware. So I am thoughtful. And so I am empathetic to some differences uh, in terms of how other people may treat us. So one thing I noticed when we first started dating is that your industry that you work in is predominantly male and white. And it was funny, we would, when we first started dating, we would go to like events and cocktail hours and these kinds of things. And I would go with you and well, yeah, we would go. Right. Well, so it was basically one of those things listeners were. Kristen was like, this is what I do. So if you want to spend time with me, you got to go to some of this stuff with yeah. me because she's working and hustling and yeah. trying to get shit going. And that's the way it goes. So I would go. And of course I would like, I stole like two blazers from my dad and took them to my ratty apartment. I would alternate which one I wore with the same pair of like Navy J crew chinos, whatever. Um, and But anyway, so I would go, and she would go mingle, eventually we get separated, which was fine with me, because I'm like, I want to stand by the bar, or I want to stand by the door where the hors d'oeuvres are coming out, and like stuff my face, and tell the waiter, bring everything back here, no crab cakes circling until they come here, all that stuff. You learned that from me. Right, I learned it from <laughs> you in California, like three months <laughs> into our dating, and then I was using it six months into us dating, mm-hmm. when we go to this event at the Four Seasons, or the Hilton, or wherever. So I'd be there, and people would keep coming up to me and shaking my hand. I
0: wasn't there. But, but she yeah. was
1: out mingling and they'd be like, I'm like, I'm trying to stand in the corner by myself with my beer and my crab cake. And people keep coming up to me and shaking my hand. Like, What do you do? And why I say like, Oh, I'm a marketing copywriter. I do this. I do that. They'd always be like, Oh, like, why are you here? And I would look at you like out hustling. I'm like, Oh, so this is white privilege that everyone in this financial thing thinks th- that you know. That I, don't you're know professional. That I don't know that that was necessarily white privilege, but it's yeah, it is, it is, know, it, is st- it is seeped it's in. It is seeped in. Yeah, it is seeped in stereotype. Yeah, and for like, sure. It's like I am trying the least hard to network and meet people, and yet I people are coming up to me, yeah. and thinking but that's for. Right, but that's for the. But got, that's for the. I got tomato podcast. sauce on my hands, and I'm shaking hands. Well, I think white. Privilege also has something to do with it, but whatever. So my question would be, I guess for you, is working in a field that is predominantly white, just how, what are, how has that been? Like, what is...
0: <laughs> that's not, where you, that's not, where we, that's where we... Not that's how where has we, that been. That's where we landed.
1: But I know you have a very, like, good company that's, like, dedicated to, like, you know, will, equality I and will, those inclusions, will, but, like... I
0: will, I will, I will sidestep your question to... um bring up what I think is really impactful. Uh-huh. Um, my company, I was the first black person to work there as an advisor. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm still the only black advisor. and Anywhere, anywhere.
1: any other locations in
0: any of our yeah. other cities. And when I was looking for a job, um, there was another firm that was recruiting me. And and honestly, I shouldn't even say the word recruit because I was looking for a job. Like, let's be real. We all know how it is. It's feast or famine. I mean, you're and, out of college. Exactly. Point. I'm yeah. out of college. And so I shouldn't yeah. even say the recruit. Yeah, you didn't have I was a headhunter yeah, no. head calling no, you. No, like, no. I was interviewing one. We what, need I, you. Yeah, I was interviewing another place. So, and yeah. the um, person interviewing me was this African-American guy uh-huh. who's in the financial industry, who's still in the financial industry. I still, still see him out a lot. And he straight up said, actually, in the interview, like, I know if you go over there, you will be the only one. Do you do you want that? Do you want to be in that environment? Um, and
1: what made you say yes or want to say yes or not deter you? I don't it was know.
0: very... Well, I was based on how the environment was at my company, which honestly you're you have to keep in mind. i'm 22 i'm 22 we'll see if it even works out so little things like the my company's office was more attractive and brighter matter you know what i mean um yeah because
1: you don't know any better yeah Yeah. you don't know
0: anything so i just off that was um more interested Uh and i and i kind of made that clear i think that's why he even went down this route of saying that to me um you know i went to predominantly right high school um went to a pretty diverse first college my second college was like by by numbers I guess in some ways diverse it's like so huge everything but I mean like I hung out in like a white crowd because it's just what happened but um I remember telling my dad that though and my dad was very much like fuck that um in the sense that my dad I think has always taught me like we write the rules (laughs) like rewrite this playbook um and like it it's it's and 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 it's i can't remember and we'll have to ask him. i can't remember the words he used but he very much was like it's less of are you scared to be the only and more of like or are you or are you gonna fucking blow their minds as the first right you know like was very Mm -hmm. much like how he handled what do you think you've done (laughs) <laughs> i don't know yeah um we'll have but to have your uh, boss
1: on here want to know or not try to do that but
0: but any, but, any, but anyway anyway with that with that being said i i joined i joined the company i'm at now i'm the first black advisor there's another african american girl who works there on our investment team um and we're the only two black people and um as far as how the company has grown which it's doubled since i've been there something that was said was a lot of how we grow is we we internally promote and we internally kind of refer like a lot of the people who are there are not um and there's still not a lot of random like linkedin or right. random interviews it's it a lot crazy. of like it's a lot of like yeah. this is my brother this was someone's dog right. walker like we know it is each crazy other.
1: like when i go and you hear these stories or yeah. they do the thing of like who referred who and it's it is always like several pairs of siblings work there, which it's like, that's kind of, it's not a huge company. So like that's yeah. interesting. Or, or like, like or cousins you know, are neighbors. Like, neighbor, or I've yeah. known this guy since high school yeah. or whatever and it stuff. is. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and well, and, and so we're, our company's a reflection of that. And I can positively say in the amount of black people who have come through has increased as a reflection of that. Like, like since I've been there, there are more black people and there's, there's a hundred percent a road to go a hundred percent. Like we can be so much better, but I feel very, um, happy and confident about the road we've started to lay. Yeah. Um, in in that, in that like it's always hard to be the first in anything. But like I think sometimes people shy away from even calling themselves the first. But it's like you need to have a first for you to have more. So you just yeah. gotta keep going. Um
1: That's a good way of looking at it.
0: Now I will say that I will say that I um was talking to the second well the, the, the third in a way um but really second because by the time this african-american woman joined i think the other one had left um and she i remember sometimes clients when i would go to some events so not my own clients but clients when i would go to some events would get me and her mixed up and i'm just i don't know i'm just that kind of person I'm just like, i don't have time for that like whatever like hey yeah and like yeah, just did i was like whatever like yeah i am her i'm not i mean i wasn't i wasn't like woo but i but i'm just like it's it's going to take more time for me to explain to you right. how wrong you are, then I'd rather just not be those in the conversation. Christian
1: is very much like <laughs> I'm very benefi- much at time. Cost benefits, I'm like very how much cost time? Be- what I'm will be shorter? What will get me away from this person? I don't really know. Quicker, 100%. just to go away, go along with it, and be like, okay, bye. Like, or to be like, actually, that's not me. That's not and me. make like, right, me be right, yeah. confused. Because right.
0: I mean, the, here's the other thing. Like, here's the other thing. Here's here's my privilege. You guys are so confident. Yeah. You were so confident, you know. So, but, so I made yeah. that mistake before being like, I don't think we did met. Don't be no, that didn't we? And then it's like, okay, uh, I'm sorry. I made You're right. That is me. Anyway, yeah. back to the point. Oh,
1: I forgot I did I that. was sharing yeah. this
0: story <laughs> with my colleague, and she named two people at our office who who made that mistake as well. Yeah. And, uh, and they, these two white guys. And I was like, I can't believe that. But man, I think they look
1: alike. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like when you first when you first start like, going to Hey heads yeah. up, white
0: people, we can do the same yeah, thing. Right. Sometimes you all look alike. <laughs> when you go to when you first
1: start going to events at Kristen's company, it's like they all wear the same suit. They all look kind of alike, like, and different White guy, offices. dark it's hair, like, crew cut, crew yeah, cut, crew like, cut. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like white guy, dark hair, crew cut, and or slightly styled, like part or whatever. But a lot of, do, them, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of the know. people
0: fresh out of college, yeah. though,
1: have a crew cut. Crew cut they yeah. only,
0: they grow it out and start styling right. it so they can fit and in then, with the other end. And then
1: it's like, you know, there's one city where everyone's huge. Where mm-hmm. I would be like and white guy, where white I would guy, tall in. white guy, crew a, cut. Crew it's cut. like a tall, blondish <laughs> white guy. It's like there is there like yeah, you know, or conveyor bro, belt yeah. of of advisors coming through. I remember so trying to
0: I remember trying to describe one of the new guys to someone. Like he had said something funny, and I was trying to describe him to someone, and they were like, "What does he look like?" And as I started to describe him, I realized I was describing probably about ten of them, and I was like. I mean, I'm in love with you. He has no distinction Yeah, there's characteristics nothing. such that you're nothing gonna know about him from, yeah. no, so it's such that you're gonna know him from Tom or Jerry. Like right. he's gonna. Um, yeah. But any. But anyway. Um. But I think. Um. I I started to attend this. Um. Gosh, it's conference. It's like the CAA. So it's like conference of African American financial professionals. Which my company um, supported and covered me going to, mm-hmm. and it's, it's awesome. The so one in, in Atlanta. I've been twice. I okay. went to DC and I went to Atlanta, Atlanta. moves yeah. like most conferences. Right. Um, and that's really nice and refreshing. It's really nice to be around other African Americans in the industry because all of us, so I go also to the female, um, grouping and, um, some people I think, think that's unnecessary. Uh huh. I, I love it because I thrive off of uh, shared experiences, but there's also some people there who they're the only woman in their firm. Right. So then the African-American one is because some of us are the only African-American. I mean, I'm the only African-American advisor. And so, um, yeah, I I respect where I am. I get respect where I am. That's a, because again, going back to feast yeah. or famine, like now, like all the time, people are like, oh, you want it's just like, are you going to treat me like this? Do you Treat me as well as Right. this? Right. Um, so I know. So I said, I very much sidestepped your, question but it it is true to i mean but yeah you, experience you
1: gave me a lot of the and the listeners a rich tapestry of your professional experience as a kick-ass african-american woman uh but also like growing up you mentioned you went to a predominantly white high school, high school and like lived in a mostly white area yeah. right so like i i don't i mean how did that how do you think that impact this has become
0: me? an interview now which i like that's why right, i saying
1: it's you kind of interviewed me before no i've kind of do it too. yeah uh yeah. how do you think that like impacted kind of just your your worldview or, or your experience as a as a kid
0: being african-american in a predominantly white world yeah
1: being a, not in a, a well, black the world the predominantly world. white but specifically <laughs> predominantly white atmospheres well
0: world i mean in the sense of my microcosm right. world of uh, growing up at creve court and going to Pattonville then whitfield right um experience. And I don't
1: know the racial composition of Pattonville at all, so I can't say. But like I know I don't Whitfield know what it is, is pretty either. Pretty white. Yeah.
0: Whitfield's super white. I yeah. don't but honestly I can't even speak for Whitfield now either. Right. Um people at
1: us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know either. I know my high school was hella white, so
0: I school? was white. So So you so I remember being in high school I remember um going to private school. Um which, oh my gosh, I mean, like, this is the, the these episodes are going to be so long. I have to have I mean, like, How long are we at now? We're at, uh, we're at, we're at long. Oh. We're at long. Oh. Uh, we might have to do like three hours. No, we're not going <laughs> to do three parts, but um, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, back to the point. Um, it's rooted in race, which is how I even got to private school. Yeah. So I went to public school and um, my, Parents did not think that I would get the opportunities to be successful, essentially, um, going on to high school. They thought that I wasn't a troubled person from a troublemaker, but also from a, I didn't do bad in school standpoint. Um, But I also was not considered an honored student, um, which that is rooted in racial stuff. So there was like a program that they picked kids When they were like in second, sorry, kindergarten, they picked kids when they were in kindergarten and were like, "You are smart. You were the most intelligent," and and would take them out to this select programs. And I don't know if you guys have seen Black AF, but you should watch it. But in it, he makes a joke about like we would have done the college uh, scandal thing, just no one told us. Yeah, no one told us. Um, (laughs) and which this, which where I'm going with this is nothing. It's not a scandal, but it is that um I do think that sometimes um. Whenever races, people associate status, so all levels mix too much. There's always going to be people who want to try and be more elite right. is where I'm going with this. And so um, they were picked out in kindergarten. I was not picked out, but I always was a really good student. Yeah. Um, when I was in middle school, my parents somehow found out. I had a teach. Oh, sorry. When I was in second grade, there was a teacher that got close to my parents who was like, this is how this is works. Like, like she told them like, this is, how it's this is how it's going down. Like watch her because she should be in this thing. And right. they have, they have not created that opportunity or for her. Um, then when I in into middle school again, it came up and teachers right. were like, Oh, they, Oh, she's not in it. My teachers. Right. Cause at that point, what became, what was this special program in elementary school when we were in middle school became the, um, advanced class so uh-huh. there was there was algebra that everyone was in and there was advanced algebra and in advanced algebra it was me and all the other kids that had been in that program right essentially um so that's when my parents started to kind of start to be like this is kind of bs right. plus i also had some racial incidents i had this kid um call me a nigger which i forgot about kind of i think because at some point you go into survival mode and have to just kind of block out Stuff, right. uh, but my parents. Remember, we were talking to my parents the other day about something else. It was before the riots, guys, and we were just talking about something else. And they brought that up. I was like, Oh yeah, that's why. So there's all this sh- shit happening, and my parents were like, um Yeah, no, we're done with this, and we want you to have every opportunity available to you. And so they put me in private school, um and so it was a shocker when you go down to private school and it's so reduced um, that to to not be with as many people of different races in mm-hmm. general of any kind. Right. But with that said, I actually transferred in at the same time as a lot of other kids who are at least from the same socioeconomic status. Right. So again, there's so many levels of issues in this, in this country and all this stuff going on. Cause it's like, it's like, Oh my gosh, race wasn't the only thing to consider. There was also like all these people who are like my second home in right, the, yeah, right, in yeah. like, you know, Right. Like Colorado, and yeah, I was and like, the, "Well, my, well, my yeah, only yeah, home yeah. in Creve Coeur, my ski villa,
1: my ski villa." <laughs> uh, there. Uh, was there something right, wrong?
0: Yeah. Hey, do you? I hope to if have a second I home. I hope not, to have a second don't home. You don't like to ski,
1: so I wouldn't get that one. But yeah, I would get a I would nice have second, have a second
0: home. Maybe the Ozarks. Were, I'm just saying there were a lot of like culture shocks to that. But you know, again, I'm gonna just credit my parents. Which hopefully we get to hear more about them. But I'll just credit my parents that. At some point, you just got to, yeah, you got to just write your own book and got to kind of decide what is your level of excellence, what is your level of success, because there's all these people who are rooting for you to fail for no reason, so it's like, well, I can't be looking to anyone else then right? to, like, get by.
1: So, I guess, and that's true, like, and I think (laughs) that's something as a, as a, as a white male I don't think I always learned and we're all, you're always talking about how you're shocked by my lack of skills sometimes to um, screw in a light bulb um, or like do I this, do that. I do think that. that
0: there's an interesting dynamic. I don't know where that comes from in your life. I, I'm not gonna know where it comes from, but there is this interesting... Um, someone's always gonna be... <laughs> for for how much they're like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I think as much as people say that, it's more a pressure of people of color and minorities to do that. Right. Whereas like, you know, we have like Donald Trump and it's like, I built my own business right. with a million dollar loan. Right. You know what I mean? All I this kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Mil- which wasn't even true, but like, it's like that great line in get hard. Where he's yeah. Like, that's I what built, I'm thinking about and get hard. I built this business with nothing but my two hands and an $8 million loan oh, from, from my, my father. father. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, so it's not yeah. that
0: you are incapable, but it's just right. funny how many times I'm like, Oh my gosh, you, you, you have always had someone to, to... You have always had a soft landing.
1: Right. So, yeah, you, so
0: you do you have never had to problem solve as much. Right.
1: And, and also, uh, you know, I'm not a necessarily intellectually curious person. So there are still times where I'm like, oh, like I could learn how to do this. Like I could watch someone or I could ask questions, but I just kind of like, oh, this needs to be done. Let me call someone. Let me do this. Let me do that. And it's like, I'm not gaining knowledge. So that's one way I think that both socioeconomically and, you know, racially, I think my privilege or, and just my general laziness and intellectual, you know, some of my more negative traits have come out, I guess. uh, Like another thing I wanted to ask you, and again, we've been going for a while, so I don't know how much longer you want to go uh, in terms, in terms of just more what's going on nationally or with our country. But I think that obviously there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things people want to do, but One thing I've been thinking about and been asking myself about is why now? Why is this different? And I think for me, what I'm struggling with is there's a lot that I could have done, and a lot I think a lot of people could have done before because this is not a new problem. This is a systemic problem that has been going on for a long time. And do you mean people like.
0: White people? White people, yes. Non, non or non, like I've heard people say like non-black people. Non-black people, but I, white I people. I think like white, I think white people, but yeah. and I, non-black people. I'm, no, I'm not going to lie, I think white person.
1: people too. But I think when you're going through this, it's, there's a video now and, and George Floyd was murdered on a video and Ahmad Avery, Aubrey was murdered on a video and you're talking about this stuff, it's right shoved in front of your eyes. But I think- as I said, what I'm struggling with, I think what a lot of white people are struggling with, if, if they're really thinking about what's going on, is why didn't you act sooner? And what has really changed for you? You needed to see a videotape to make this That's real? not what they're
0: struggling with. That's what you're well, thinking. That's what I'm
1: thinking. And I'm saying, and I, I guess what I'm struggling with is my own shame and guilt that we, I haven't spoken out sooner or done more, that it took a videotape For so many people who look like me to get involved. And I don't think that that's a great thing.
0: So. So. When you. For you. Do you care more now?
1: No, but I think I'm more willing to be. Out in public with any views or any any more uh, just stronger stances. I don't think I care more in terms of my heart and my mind. I think a lot of people do care more or their eyes have been opened to something they never thought about before. I think that since I've been with you, I've had my eyes opened in a lot of ways, not that I've experienced any of these hardships, but I've seen them because of you and that I think in the past 6 years, I mean I remember Ferguson was a real turning point for me. I'd already met you and that really opened And do you think it was different eyes. for you
0: because you'd met me?
1: Yeah, 100%. I think I thought about it more on a systemic level on a on a and you we talked about this before and we've talked about it uh with each other but as opposed to something bad that happened versus something bad that happens it happens to people yeah. it is not an isolated incident it is not a rogue actor there's a problem here there's a larger larger problem
0: yeah yeah um i think that for you know it's just it's just um i didn't No, gosh, I don't know how to put this. I don't know the words to say, but basically, I knew that being with someone who was not black would be hard from the outside because there'd be judgment and name calling um but then we have conversations like this i guess i and this isn't the first time you and, I, you and i have talked about this it's harder than i thought it'd be internally between us because there's shared experiences that we'll never have essentially there's experiences we'll never share right never yeah. like not like you don't you don't share them with me now just because we're together right and so I didn't know you didn't feel like you could be public, and I understand completely why. Um, but I didn't know that. Um, but I'm not also I'm not also a, a martyr or on a high horse of. I mean, I, I joked earlier on this episode of like someone's confused me for someone else at work, and I'm like, yeah, it's just easier to to right. to, to, to not. Right. I'm not. I'm right. not standing on a high horse. It's just um yeah it's just stuff, yeah it's it's stuff that we've talked about before there have been there have been some discussions we've had arguments we've had that have ended with me saying to you at the end of the day you need to be on my side of this mm-hmm. because if you're not there's no hope right there's no hope right there's no potential for more there's no potential that someone can be better. There's no potential that you can be better than what everyone else is is telling you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just. Um. We're very different. That's part of this podcast. We are, but I do think that in some ways that unites us and makes us stronger because it's like um, we have so many things that we'll never be in common on. Yeah. But we're still like, there's still so much other good things that are making us like, let's work together as a unit on this. Well, and
1: it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge for me. It's a challenge for this relationship.
0: And by the way, there's so much other stuff you said there, but I just thought I owed it to, I'm sorry, I cut you off, but I just, I just, well, and I just wanted to address that I had a very strong emotional reaction to to, to your saying that. So that's why I'm kind of stuck hope, on that.
1: I hope it wasn't all bad. Um, I don't think
0: what I said was bad. No, it's it, just it how I felt. It. About
1: and, and, right. And I guess, yeah, I guess I, some of the shame I'm carrying around, and I know we talked about this because you've had friends reach out to you who've been like, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to read more. I'm going to yeah. educate myself. I had been, which try- I'm always
0: like, right what does that mean but anyway keep going are you going to follow me around now (laughs) what's your i mean don't get me wrong most of the time they're like i'm gonna read but i have thoughts on that too but keep going
1: and so many of the things i've learned have been from dating you so i (laughs) think you've always been like what are you gonna find like a black boyfriend because you're already married so like that's a weird i'm just saying if someone had said that they're gonna learn more anyway um i guess that joke fell flat but uh
0: the pronouns you were using too much. got me confused <laughs> too on the voice much. and the tense of who gotcha. were, who who was who. Am I the you? And let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, right. um,
1: I do think you know when when you've been asking people who have come to you like, why now? What's different from you now? For you now? I think I've struggled because again, it's not that I feel different. I know I feel different, and I think that if I could like speak to any white person out there, like you probably are carrying around a lot of guilt and shame for not realizing this before and that's like you should you should be like i sh- i can't believe i needed this you should feel that way and you are going to yeah. take some shit but you also you only your only choice is to move forward and to be better
0: yeah well every yeah every every black brown i mean i'll go there like like gay lesbian like er- everyone who's been um, marginalized or oppressed has known that this kind of thing can happen and right. does happen. For sure. And so for everyone who's like, I believe it now because it's so obvious. It's like, that's, that's in its way of privilege on its own. It Cause is. it's like, it's always been obvious. It's right. always been obvious. You know, I'll go there and say with the Michael Brown thing, um, something that you and I discussions that only you and I had with each other because it was so touchy and because we were so new into dating. And so, and you had some friends who felt differently, but it's like what black people knew what black people from that part of St. Louis knew, um, black people who maybe weren't from, but know of that part of St. Louis knew was that, we are human. Mm-hmm. We are humans who are just trying to get home. Right. Who are just trying to get by. Why, you ask yourself, everyone out there who is a human. Any <laughs> yeah, dogs listening don't. Right, but right. anyone out union, you ask yourself, if someone has a gun to you, if it's an officer with a gun to you, would you leap into a car to fight them for a gun if someone's shooting at you do you run at them charge at them for so long black people are an other an other a superhero of course they were doing this thing would you have you not broken the law doing something ridiculous this is still a young man right i know there's this whole maybe he stole this maybe he stole that i don't care that's the point i'll give it to you he stole that does that mean he had to die Right he had to die miles away, and i'm not, and I don't want to take away from George Floyd, but like I'm bringing it up because it was obvious then, right. you needed a video, but all of us knew right, all of us knew, and, and yeah oh sorry. no oh, what were you gonna say? go ahead, well, I was gonna say, um, and Trayvon for me was like a, a real like gut punch it was all of this. Again, it's been happening. It's going on, but Trayvon was my brother. Right. And I mean that in the genuine sense, I have a younger brother. I have a younger brother who was not too far removed from Trayvon's age. When that happened, Trayvon happened when I was in college, my brother and I are only a couple years apart. Like he was my brother. Right. And, when you saw that he beat me up it's like oh he wanted to go home he wanted to make it home even if this scuffle happened he wanted to make it home right um yeah and so it there's a level of privilege there that it's so obvious for you and but at the same time at the same time do not no one should take this as me um being like F you that you're, you're trying. It's just, it's just, that's, that's part of the lens and part of awareness that you have to have and part of awareness that you need to look back at those incidents on. Yeah. Um,
1: and, and the empathy you have to have, the empathy you have to have that this isn't new and to know, I mean, to sit in that pain or shame or whatever you have yourself that you, that I have, that you haven't spoken up or you feel like you haven't done everything that you could do. And, That's what still kills me about something like Drew Brees, not to get into like a whole new thing, but it's like after all this. How can you not have empathy for how you're, you're, for that people come with different experiences and you don't get to as a white person anymore, extrapolate your experiences on other people and believe that they should think like you think, because they're coming from a different world and a different background. And they've had different things happen to them. No matter who we are, that's true for all of us. And we have to start respecting that. So when you start saying, I think people should do this because this is the way I see it that's where you're wrong well, and that it has to stop
0: well drewby's a special kind of case because it's like i'm gonna love it with you you can have those thoughts again as, as a black person, it's like, I know there's racist people out there. Drew Beach, just not the right time. Right. Read the room. Bless and at him. the end of the day, it's an awkward oh, thing yeah. that he did because it's like, just read the room. Could have kept it to yeah, yourself. Right. Not the time said, to be making that could stance. Could have, could not have, the
1: time. Could have totally sidestepped the <laughs> question, which the I don't condone, but it would have been better than what he said. Also, and the last thing I'll say is, I think... Well, Well, right. But in this little vein is, I think it's good that we are having this conversation. And I think for so long, so many white people, people who look like me have been too nervous or ashamed to have these questions, these conversations. I know I have, but like, say it, like talk to people, like learn, listen, do not sit there and, and feel sorry for yourself or like feel whatever you're feeling or, and then have it go away in three days and nothing's changed. You need, we all need to open our hearts and minds and you need to talk to people and learn from their experiences or else nothing is going to change. That's my little spiel. Anyway. Okay. If I were running for political office, that's what I'd say, but that's what I believe. You would not, you need to have a little bit more
0: stuff on that. Well, I'm
1: sure I would need to have a lot more, but anyway,
0: um, I, I mean, there's there's so much to say on this topic, and so I think we're going to wrap up part one.
1: Yeah, we'll be talking about it more potentially. But in um,
0: yeah. I guess what I'm going to leave this section with, um, there's a lot of... People saying, like, I'm gonna educate myself, which like I don't I don't fully know what that means. That doesn't mean I'm not disagreeing with you. That doesn't mean I'm disagreeing with you. But like they're like, I'm gonna get you myself. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, that means I'm gonna read. And I'm like, okay, but then I'm like, okay, you're gonna read. And then you're like, what are you gonna like tail a black person for like a day and just see how it goes? But um, but I respect it. Reach out, read, ask questions, do it. I appreciate it. Like learn like learn. I-, I think I guess they're learning and please add us, email us, post, comment on us. Like yeah. I guess they're I guess they're trying to um just build up more awareness, right? Um, but but like for at the sure. but at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day though, much like what I just said to my husband, it's 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 more than that. It's actually affecting systemic chains and change. And if you need to hear more stories for you to feel the empathy to affect change, then um, then then yeah, by all means educate because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for um, better mental mental health um processes for um our our law enforcement and police officers because anyone who comfortably can kill someone it's like the whole like when there's a kid who kills the animal it's like there's a sign of something going on like in the you know um in the sense of like if there's a kid who does that when they're younger there's a sign of bigger things if there's a cop or human being who's comfortable like killing someone or like bashing people's heads in or seeing someone bleeding on the ground and doesn't want to pick them up, there's a sign of other bigger things at hand there. right? Um, and also of better training as far as your unconscious biases need mm-hmm. to be done. Um, you mentioned um, building up the diversity of then police forces, because yep. there's better treatment and less racial incidences when there's more diversity. And of course that also just is creating more jobs for a diverse community as well. Sure. Like we're acting for system, systemic change. percent. Um, and, and so, so think about your elections, think about who you're putting in office, think about what they stand for. Um, and because we could go on and on with examples on and on with moments and times, um, I will say that, uh, All the education will will not make it such that you know exactly what it's like. Mm -hmm. You and I talked about this one time. Um, I had something happen. You hear that story. It was a racial incident. You hear that story and you're like, I feel bad because I feel bad that happened to you. I hear that story and I'm like, it it wasn't actually about me. It was someone else. I hear that story and I feel bad because I've been there. And that's always going to be, always going to be a gap between us because you'll never experience that. Um, But the, so the education is, is never going to, the education is never going to close that gap. Right. But the education can make it such that you have a level of empathy that when someone comes in with their, all lives matter, or they're, well, but we don't know, and they come in with all that, you can look them in the face, which is things that you are, discussions you and I have had. Right. And it's, what do you have to gain? The side you're arguing on, what do you have to gain, and what are you so afraid of losing? Because most of the time, all these people that are so hateful and so racist, it's because they're just so afraid of losing something in my opinion, I think it's your so they're so afraid of gaining the knowledge that they're not special and of losing that feeling of superiority in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Well, those are powerful words. I don't have any better way or a lot to add to that. I think that was really eloquent and and, and well said and Eloquent? Eloquent. Eloquent? <laughs> eloquent and well said and hopefully if anyone is still listening uh, Still this, listening? But I'm kidding. But yeah. hopefully when you're listening to this, that really gives you something to think about. I know it gives me a
0: lot So we're, look, I so. mean, this is like a, a heavy topic. We've had lot of thoughts about. So our plan is to um, come back with this. Uh, so in the meantime, before we post that next episode, because we've been talking about this for a long time, um, so we have more content that we're bringing at you, but please bring us questions, comments, thoughts. Uh, thank you for sticking around. Um, yeah. I see it
1: differently. I see it differently uh, at... I see it differently pod on Instagram at the sack 76 on Twitter. And we do
0: have an email address yeah, too. I see it differently
1: it. pod at Gmail. I We've only ever got uh, spam in there, but if anyone does want to email, ask us questions by yeah. all means, uh, we would love to. So subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, download, rate, review. If we get a five-star review, we'll read it on the, on the, on the, on the air. So I don't
0: know why you keep saying that. I don't know. Cause I want someone you.
1: to write a review.
0: People do write reviews. We haven't read it It's yet. been a hot minute for a while. Oh, anyway. You have to read it. <laughs> All
1: right. Fair enough.
0: All right. But thanks. And we'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Can't wait. T-Beats.